This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to explore one of my favorite topics telepathy. I was getting a lot around telepathy last night when I was just chilling with the guides, and I had another podcast planned to record today, but when I sat down, they said no telepathy. So we're just going to kind of open it up and see what they have to say around accessing telepathy. And, you know, my guides have really been wanting to be in the spotlight a little more. <laughs> they don't like that phrasing. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give them space to, to choose the topics now. I, I won't get in the way. So anyway, telepathy. This is definitely one of those things like expanding time that I am really interested in. And for me, it's, you know, this consistent, I just get different bits of information over time and it all adds together. So I'm sure we will return to this topic many times. But I think that telepathy is one of those things that a lot of people misunderstand the same way that a lot of people misunderstand their intuition in the sense of they don't think they're psychic when they are. Everybody is psychic. Our gifts just come through in different ways. I would definitely recommend watching my YouTube videos about the different clair senses. I also have many podcasts about this as well, whatever resonates with you. But I think just learning about how our intuition can come up will really illuminate for you where you already are a lot more psychic than you think. And I know for me in opening up my intuitive gifts, it really was hard for my mind to get behind because I realized it was there the whole time. And it was, it was almost like it was so obvious that I missed it, right? So obvious that I overlooked it. And it's interesting because I think sometimes people say, oh, your intuition is screaming at you. And I think in some ways it is, it's screaming at you, but at the same time, it's so subtle, you can miss it. And, and what I mean by that is it can be this thing that's, again, so obvious and that's what makes it subtle. It's like it's hidden in plain sight and our mind is typically a lot louder and most of us are trained to, to be listening to our minds. So we're just looking in the wrong place. It's like trying to find your keys and you're only looking in your living room and the keys are in the kitchen. And so the first place to start, I really feel, is first learning about the Claire's or whatever language you want to use, the different ways that your intuition speaks to you, whether you are somebody who is more of a visual person you have the gift of seeing, or it's more audio, you're clairaudient and and you hear more, or maybe it's clairsentience and you're feeling, or claircognizance and you just know. And for most people, you're going to have a mixture of all of those. But for many people, especially when you're first starting to tune into this, I find for most people, it's easier to pick the one that's naturally the strongest for you and really lean into it. The same way how just with my 3D senses, if I want to really hear something well, for example, closing my eyes and really tuning into just my ears and blocking out other stimuli will be really helpful. And so I think you can definitely lean into that if you're trying to see and hear and know and feel when you're first getting started. I think it can feel kind of cluttered because you're kind of retraining yourself to, hey, we're not going to the mind. We're tuning into these different places. So I think we all know I drink a lot of fluid during the day. 
beverage queen, but I actually never drink just plain water. I can't remember the last time I did. And it took me years to figure out that despite drinking a ton of water, I was still super dehydrated, which was leading to all kinds of symptoms that I didn't realize were connected, like hunger throughout the day, no matter how much I ate, cravings late at night, headaches, brain fog, trouble concentrating, and just feeling tired in general. And then I found Element, which are my favorite electrolytes. They taste amazing and they are super clean. Most electrolytes are filled with sugar and coloring and artificial ingredients, fillers. So I always stayed away from them until I found Element. It tastes delicious. It doesn't have any of that added junk in it and it contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Co-founder Rob Wolf was one of the people that really influenced me early on in my health journey and when I got into wellness. And I know that he's really picky about quality and ingredients and optimizing performance. So I was super excited when he was coming out with Element and it did not disappoint. I always put electrolytes in my water, like every single time I put a packet of Element in and it has made the world of a difference for me with concentration, focus, memory, evening out my hunger. And I find that if there's ever a day that I have a weird headache, I usually just need to drink some electrolytes and I'm good to go. I know often people think of electrolytes as something just athletes need, but I mean, if you're active at all, if you are on a low carb diet, if you're on a whole foods based diet, which I think most people listening to this podcast probably are like me, if you drink a lot of water, look into electrolyte balance. And if you didn't know, I worked as a nutritionist for years and it was one of the most common root causes of people's weird symptoms. We tend to overcomplicate things. And so often it was just, you need to balance your electrolytes. I'm currently drinking the raspberry right next to my laptop here. Raspberry, citrus salt, watermelon are my favorites. And I put chocolate in my coffee every day. If you want to try out Element, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC. And that's spelled D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. Anytime you purchase through that custom URL, you will get a free Element sample pack that has one packet of every flavor. And this applies whether you are a new or a returning customer. So it's not just for new customers. Anytime you want to order, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC and you'll get a free sample pack with one packet of every flavor. And you have nothing to lose because with every order, they offer no questions asked refunds. You don't even have to send it back. So it's worth trying it out because this product has truly changed my life. So again, drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. Get your free sample pack there. But why that's a helpful place to start is because it's with those gifts, those muscles, those senses, your psychic senses, where the telepathy will come through. Eh, Okay. It can come through in the 3D a little bit too. We'll get into that. But that's where where they're having me start with just understanding that you're going to be tuning into a different place because that is why a lot of people don't recognize the telepathy piece is they're expecting it. They're saying a lot of people think it's going to sound like a phone call in your head. So let's say I'm sending something to you telepathically and you might be expecting to hear a voice in your head or externally, but probably more likely in your head. I think that's how most people think about it. Or at least I did for a really long time based on movies. Like all of a sudden I would hear this loud voice in my head that would be a coherent sentence as if I was listening to a phone call in my head. I mean, that's that's how I thought telepathy worked. And that's not totally off. Sometimes that is how it can show up. 
depending on who you're communicating with. And I would also say the the dimension of the being, but it can come through in many other ways as well. The same way different activation codes or just packets of psychic information in general, they're, they're packets. They're like zip files. It's an emotion that conveys so much meaning. It goes back to, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And so a telepathic transmission can be like a photo, right? It could be somebody sending a photo to you. It could be someone sending an emotion to you. It could be someone sending anything that you tap into and that zip file gets unzipped or that packet bursts open is how I see it. And then all of the information flows from there. I find that most often telepathy is really actually more connected to the claircognizance and clairsentience. And that's what the guides were talking to me about last night, which let me just see. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about other things. Um, well, <laughs> here, here's the thing that has fascinated me. We're going back to twin flames because I feel like the twin flame dynamic is such a great opportunity to really play with the telepathy and hone in on that in a very... <laughs> It's like an experimental way where the code can get cracked because it's going to be easiest between twin flames. And then, and then other people can like learn from that. So we can start to really realize how we can use this a lot more. And something that was coming through in, uh, when was that? A couple, I don't know, within the last few months in the channel collective membership was, it was during one of the high energy healing sessions and the guides were doing a lot of clear audience a lot of clear audience activations and saying that we were going to start shifting to to telepathy a lot more and that part of the way we were going to recognize when somebody was part of our soul family a soul aligned relationship of any form would be that the telepathy would be quite effortless and that is really what's going on whether or not we recognize it as telepathy. So think about different people you've met in your life and think about the people in your life where you just know you're on the same wavelength, where you just know, you know, you can give them a look and they know exactly what you're thinking. There are certain people you talk to where you tell them a sentence, but you also know they're receiving everything else underneath that sentence. You know that they're receiving all of the information, whether or not it was spoken I think most of us have had that experience, which we probably don't recognize until we have the contrast of talking to somebody and you can tell they really are only receiving from me that which I explicitly state. They're really just getting the surface level context of the words rather than receiving the whole vibration underneath this. So what's the difference? The person that's getting all of the information, which I mean, aren't those relationships so much easier because you don't have to worry about being misunderstood so much or like this person gets it and I don't have to worry about finding all of the words I can just basically send the energy and they're going to understand but why that's happening is because you are on the same frequency you're on the same radio station versus the other person is on a different frequency band and it's like you're just missing each other it's like two songs playing at the same time and then you're like what is anybody saying and when it comes to telepathy you know this is how we communicate with higher dimensional beings, but this is really where we are shifting to in this plane as well amongst each other. And this is what I'm really fascinated in 
unlocking and it's just going to happen pretty organically. But I definitely think there are things we can do where we can set intention and unlock it a bit more quickly. And a big part of that is just trust. So I do this with my clients and my coaches have done this with me. I do this with my friends. Like sometimes we just say, you know what? Mind egos in the way. Let's just send this via telepathy and see what comes up. And what's really cool about that is you're bypassing your mind, your programming, your fear, whatever it is. And let's say my friend sends something to me telepathically and all of a sudden I feel really happy and lit up and vibrant and excited. And let's say my friend sends something to me with intention and I feel really heavy and sad and like I have a knot in my stomach. That's helpful information. And I can share, hey, like this is what I'm feeling in my body. This is feeling like a yes, a no. This is feeling good. This is not feeling good. And then I'm like, what did you just send? And from there, we got to see what was I, how was I reacting vibrationally from that transmission? Because we are always exchanging energy. We are always getting energetic information. We all know that. That's how you can walk into a room and and feel the vibe of the room. And you can tell, is there tension here? Are people lit up? When you leave somewhere, are you excited and inspired or are you drained? Like we feel energy. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, we know this, but do we really know this? We know this, but do we utilize it? It's like placebo effect. I still can't get over it. I still can't get over it. <laughs> it's like the, the, <laughs> why are we not using that to our advantage? I mean, <laughs> whatever. Don't get me started on placebo effect. That's called your brain can heal your body, but <laughs> let's not get into it. Back to telepathy. So imagine if we can really master this quickly and how at that point we can bypass technology in a lot of ways. Do we need phones? I mean, I'm sure lots of my lots of my friends are listening to this. It is a very normal thing for me to text one of my friends or one of my friends text me and be like, hey, I got your message and then give me an answer. And it was not a, a, a message that I saved in the 3D. It was what I sent her last night in my meditation. Like that is a very normal thing. Because when you're riding the same frequency and you start to recognize how it's coming in, you can just communicate in the astral. You can communicate telepathically pretty effortlessly. We have to be able to identify what's coming through, trust it, and then act on it. So we all know I drink a lot of smoothies and I do not like to use protein powder a ton. I find a lot of protein powders make me bloated, have weird ingredients, and a lot of them have heavy metals, all that kind of stuff. I'm obsessed with Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein. You're getting the protein, you're getting that collagen, and I have noticed a huge difference in my nails, in my skin, and in my hair since I started using this consistently. And a lot of people have asked me what I've been doing with growing my hair, and my nails have gotten a lot longer, and my skin's been getting a lot better. This stuff is so good and it's 100% grass-fed bone broth protein, which is very important because a lot of bone broth protein and collagen products claim to be made from grass-fed cows when often the cattle are finished on grains. You got to look for that 100% grass-fed and Paleo Valley's 
is. It's really the only of its kind made from truly grass-fed cows raised on pesticide-free grass pastures, and the cows are never fed GMO grains or any grains for that matter. They don't use any chemicals or solvents, just good old-fashioned bone broth that is then gently powdered. So I love to put this in my smoothies, in my coffee. It's amazing for gut health, healing your gut, great for joint health helps with sleep, metabolism. I'm truly obsessed. It's like a night and day difference when I have collagen in my diet consistently. And with collagen, you really need to pay attention to sourcing. So highly recommend this. If you want to get your hands on Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein, just head to paleovalley.com. You can check out all of their amazing products. I use literally all of their products. They're all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. I'm super picky when it comes to supplements and I really look for that quality and they are incredible. I'm sure a lot of you know I'm a huge fan of their Essential C Complex. I take it every single day. Their apple cider vinegar complex, their grass-fed organ complex, which is the only multivitamin that I really would go for. <laughs> their products are incredible. So just go to paleovalley.com. That's spelled P-A-L. E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-1-5 for 15% off. Going back to Twin Flames, obviously this has been another topic very much on my mind because I am working on two different books related to Twin Flames. And yeah, we all know that's come up for me. So the twin flame experience is very interesting for a number of reasons, but what's relevant here is that once someone meets their twin, typically this activates the telepathy. And so twin flames will have really instant telepathy. And what's hard about it is they can't tell, like typically they think it's their own thoughts, which is very true of people in general with their clear audience. They think that their clear audience is their own thoughts, like from their mind. And I know for me, it was this holy shit moment. So much of what I thought was happening in my head that was mine actually wasn't mine. And so it's been really fascinating for me to tune into that and start to notice a difference because I realized that a lot of things that I thought very early on in my life were actually my twin's emotions. And, and that's what's kind of disorienting about it is you will feel each other's emotions. So it's not uncommon for people who have a twin flame to have a lot of really intense emotions and really intense emotional outbursts that seem random. And that was something I really struggled with a lot for a while. And then I started to realize, oh my gosh, a lot of these out of the blue emotions, like this makes no sense, was what my twin was experiencing and I was feeling at the same time. So the thing is, telepathy is so effortless uh, for twin flames, if they're both tapped in, right, <laughs> to, to that and able to identify it. And why? Because it's the same soul. It's the same soul. So same exact frequency. So they're on the same exact radio station or the way I like to think about it is a rainbow. So I think about all of it, right? So it's like they're the, the same exact, you know, when you do those color wheels and you pick, you pick a color and at that point it's overwhelming because you're like, oh, I need that exact shade of yellow or that exact shade of orange and you got to move the dot here or there. But let's say I'm 
you know, super close to, let's say I'm trying to find the right color, yellow. And I'm trying to get the exact same shade of yellow that I got previously. And so I put my little dot really close to it. And if I'm right on the same exact area I was before, like the exact same point, I have the same exact frequency. But if I'm like slightly, sl just slightly to the side, it still looks basically like the same color. I probably wouldn't know, but it's not the same exact frequency. But to my eye, I'm like, I, I, I get the gist. I get the same transmission of energy in terms of it's that color yellow. And so the way I think about it is the twin flame is two different people, but the same soul, so same exact frequency. So like they're both literally on the exact same dot, the same coordinates to a T. Exactly. Coordinates. We like that better. Okay. To a T. How does this play out for me with other people? Well, it's like, basically, we just have to connect to the same frequency. So we don't have to be the same exact vibration. It will be more effortless for us if we have a similar frequency overall, right? So if our souls are more resonant in terms of vibration, these are the people where you just naturally find that you have the same flow. And so this is where you'll, you'll feel, receive that telepathy a lot more effortlessly without even trying. I know I have certain friends where they are soul family, we're super resonant from the same place, and we're just on the same wavelength all the time. And so that's like, hey, we're both super close to the same coordinates. So we kind of look like the same color yellow on the color wheel. Do you see what I'm saying here? And so just in general, it is pretty easy and effortless and natural for us to finish each other's sentences and just know what the other person is thinking or feeling or wanting because we're just receiving the information vibrationally. But what about if I'm trying to communicate with somebody who is the color blue on the color wheel? I'm just using this as as example of different soul frequencies, right? That doesn't mean I can't communicate with them because we're not the same soul frequency. But obviously, if I'm anywhere in my general yellow range and they're anywhere in, in the general blue range, we're still not going to be the same color. So what we can do is intentionally anchor into the same radio station intentionally. I mean, we could both decide, hey, we're both going to meet each other right in the middle. Right in the right in the middle is the middle white or black. I don't know. I, I don't remember, but whatever. We're going to meet right in the middle or, hey, we're both going to tune to 1013 on the radio station. And so how do you actually do that? Well, there's there's intention, but I was I was like, can we make that a little clearer? And I really love this. They were saying that the way you can anchor in to the same frequency, the same radio station, so it's a lot clearer is both deciding on the same emotion ahead of time, right? Because when you're both deciding to anchor into that frequency, this goes back to energetic flexibility, which I talk about, or the guides rather, talk about in my book, Manifestation Mastery, where you know we have this energetic flexibility of I can shift my vibration at any moment. I can tap into any frequency at any moment. So we could both anchor into a specific emotion, like, hey, we're both gonna feel excited right now. Or we're both gonna feel sad right? I mean, probably want to anchor into a higher frequency one, but you get my point. It's basically choosing a certain vibration and having something that you both can identify with and shift into energetically that feels tangible, right? Because if it's like, hey, we're both going to try and tune into 
the same radio station, what does that mean? Where I see that play out a lot is think about, you know, for anyone who has gone to any of the a high energy healing sessions that are a group session at that moment, everybody is connected to the same vibration. And that's why there's so much of the information. Like typically when I'm sharing what came through for me, a lot of you saw the same things or had similar messages coming through, right? Cause we've basically tapped into the same frequency together. And so that's one example, but I think where this is really helpful when the guides were saying like, cause they just popped in last night and they're like, okay, these are the ways you anchor into it. Choose an emotion and then even better, choose a shared memory. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. This is Harry Potter. Expecto Patronum. Like this is, this is it. Cause I like this. Hey, this is a tangible thing. So you can quickly connect with somebody so we can start to like get trained in the energy of it and how it feels so that then it becomes automatic. It's like using training wheels at first, which then makes it easier to feel comfortable on the bike and trust yourself on the bike later on. You know what I mean? So this is where if you have a shared memory and you can both tap into that memory and say, okay, we're going to anchor into this memory together. You can use that memory as a set point, as a place to anchor in the frequency. And from there, get on the same radio station and then let it flow. So then letting it flow is from there. Like once we've intentionally attuned to the same anchor, same station, great. Now we can hear each other. I can hear you on the radio. And then that's where we can practice sending and receiving telepathically. And in the sending and receiving telepathically, this is where practicing and finding what's really natural for you is going to work because what they're saying is that a lot of a lot of people think that they're sending it telepathically and they're really just thinking it and so think about like sending out an energy packet and it's going to feel different for different people and this is where you can lean into your strongest psychic senses as well when you are sending and receiving but what they're showing me they're like showing me two people practicing and the way that both people are trying to send and receive, they're like, okay, I'm going to think of a color. You tell me what it is, is people are still operating mind to mind instead of soul to soul, instead of using their psychic gifts, like they're still in the thinking. And so there's that discernment there of what am I thinking versus what am I knowing on a soul level, right? Or what's my clear audience? And so that's where that discernment just in general of what is your clear audience versus your thoughts. What are your thoughts versus your clear cognizance? And same with all of the psychic gifts is going to be a really important foundation for telepathy to become easier. But what they're saying is a lot of us just need to start practicing this and playing with it and, and trusting ourselves and trusting it's, it's, it's actually going to come through more often and most easily at first. And this is part of, if you're still in this process of like, I don't know if I can trust myself. Okay, I'm just nervous to trust. Is this my head? Is this my heart? Focus on how you're feeling because the the clear sentience and, and the clear cognizance are gonna be the strongest ways it comes through between us as people right now. So let's say, you know, if you're receiving something telepathically or trying to send, practice, practice tuning into how you're feeling and what's coming up from that. But, you know, I just think it's really interesting because going back to what had come through in that session, the energy healing session and the membership, 
was they were saying that the telepathy was basically going to be a natural way of people in our lives getting weeded out. And that was a couple months ago. And I was thinking about this and I was like, that for sure happened because it became obvious to me who was picking up everything underneath what I was saying and who wasn't. And it really came down to like, who is misunderstanding me or who is really not hearing anything I'm saying? Like there's just a disconnect and other people who just got it. But then also the just increase of people who have kind of stepped forward in my life where it's like, Hey, I'm getting these messages. Uh, I, I got what you're feeling or, Hey, are you feeling okay? Hey, I was getting that about you. Uh, and for me as well, like that has just amped up a lot recently. And so naturally, because I'm just spending more time, energy and attention talking to those people, uh, or just actually even not talking because I find I have to like, I talk the least amount with my friends and most telepathic with because we're telepathically talking. <laughs> so it's like, we already know what's going on, but it's just kind of redistributed who I'm connected to the most, I find energetically in, in my life. And if you notice something weird of all of a sudden somebody in your life, you just feel like nothing you're saying is getting through, or they're completely misunderstanding everything that you're saying, it's probably a sign. And I would start to notice who is just getting what I'm saying and who do I find that natural telepathy with. But I also feel this is really connected to expanding time as well and moving beyond time. I feel like everything I'm working through personally and channeling about is just all about moving beyond time. And it seems like everything's connected to it. But I think about moving beyond time and where we don't have to involve time. And I can send this is very tangible. Let's say, like, uh, let's say I, I want to tell a friend a story about something that happened. And it's going to take me probably an hour on the phone to relay all this information. Or I could send it telepathically and that could be received uh, instantaneously, like the entire zip file. And she'll pretty much know and get the whole gist. And there we go. We, we just saved so much time communicating. And just the amount of time it saves, like when I've been doing time audits, I've talked about this, but where my time goes in a day where I'm like, oh, that, that is something I need to be better about. It's just the amount of communication with people back and forth. And I'm like, can we just, this is a lot of hours in the day. And what could I do with that time and energy back? And, and I think about if everything was just telepathic, I mean, how many hours a day would that save us? But you know, where we have blocks of telepathy is where we have blocks to being seen is where we are afraid of the truth, where we are afraid of speaking the truth, where we are afraid of not hiding behind illusions or lies anymore. Like what the guides are saying right now is they're saying a lot of people are not accessing it fully because they're not willing to open up to it. And this is <laughs> unintentional, but it's connected to this deeper subconscious fear that's going to manifest in our lives often as I'm afraid to fully speak my truth. Like if you're afraid to fully speak your truth and you sort of hedge what you say, or the person that says a certain thing so that your image is a certain way, or you're afraid to be vulnerable, you're afraid to be open, you're afraid to kind of put yourself out there. The, the fear that's connected to that, what's underneath that, that is going to be the same vibrational block to fully opening up the telepathy, right? Because let's say I'm sending something vibrationally. I can't like, I'm man, how do I articulate that? 
because I'm setting the energy of the information, I can't hide behind the words. Right. So think about how many people say, let's, let's go with a, 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 how are you? Like, do you really want me to answer that? Just don't even ask me. <laughs> let's say you ask somebody, how are you? And they say, I'm good. How are you? If you're communicating telepathically, you can't do that bullshit. You can't just say, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. It's like, no, you're, no, you're not. What are you talking about? Right. If you ask them, how are you? They're, you're just going to get, oh my God, this person is going through something. Their heart is hurting. Like you, you can't hide about your feelings anymore. Or when you tell someone, somebody's like, do you want to do this or this? Or do you want to do that? And you're like, yeah, sure. And you actually don't want to do it. When you're communicating telepathically, it's like, they're going to know that it's a no. They're going to know, like, I'm not into this. So it requires the willingness to communicate very clearly, very clearly and very directly and to be totally honest. And, you know, it's the same thing as just with accessing your intuitive gifts, getting intuitive information that I've talked about many times. And there's a reason why most intuitives and psychics are very direct, straightforward people, because spirit the guides are just direct and straightforward like we don't need to sugarcoat anything because we're not working in the realm of right or wrong good or bad it just it is what it is and truth is love honesty is love and so if you find that you're somebody that is not a super crystal clear communicator in your life which let's be honest most of us aren't as clear or direct as we could be if you kind of hide behind words or you don't say everything that's going to be the same thing that blocks you from receiving more information that's going to be the same thing that is putting some blocks up. I'm not saying like you can't access it, but I'm just saying if we really want to bust this open and really access the telepathy right now, we have to be willing to speak our truth and hear the truth. Because when we're communicating vibrationally, there's there's no hiding. It's just frequency. But this is what is so important about a lot of these energetic tools. And I feel like I have had a fire lit under my butt recently from my spirit guides in terms of like, I don't think people are connecting it. We have all this stuff going on in the world that is meant to put people into fear and, and people are, are in fear and they're afraid. And this is all the control mechanism. This is what are we going to do about uh, communication when there's all this censorship? What are we going to do about health, healthcare and healing our bodies and people don't have access to things? What are we going to do about money and the financial system? And it's like, these are all mechanisms of control. And if we want to move beyond this, which is literally what we're here to do, it's to start to develop these tools where it doesn't matter what the hell they do. It's like, I don't really care if you turn off the grid because I can communicate with my friend across the world telepathically. So there you go. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit, right? Like, this is where we step into sovereignty, take back control and where like people can't control us when you're like, well, I already have the tool. So there we go. Right. And this is the same thing with like, this is why I am so obsessed with energy healing, energy work. When you're working in the higher realms, when you're working at the soul level, it's like you can have miracle healings of the body instead of supplements. We could do that energetically. Right. And so, I mean, there are many different modalities, but this is something that we talk about a lot in a high and with energy healing training is, I mean, people have done parasite cleanses, liver cleanses, and you see, I think it's really helpful to, to work on it with things that you can tangibly see. I've done this with labs where instead of taking the supplements, I'm just using a high and it shifts my nutrient levels. And I 
get the labs. And I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> literally did the same thing. If we start charging our food with intention, if we start understanding, I mean, look at all the studies on on water and shifting its molecular structure. And like, just think about the implications of all of this stuff. If we start working with energy in every aspect of our lives, how much stress does that take off in terms of what are we going to do about food and money? And like, this is the same thing with money of healing your relationship with money and understanding that's an energy exchange will completely shift your entire life. Learning how manifestation works, which is really how energy flows in the universe, will shift your entire life. And suddenly you realize like, source is my algorithm and no one can screw that up for me, right? No one can change up that algorithm. I get how it works. And so that is one of the reasons why they're coming in hot with the telepathy information right now is because we need to start really diving into these tools. They're using the example of like, you need to learn how to do your laundry before you get to college. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you could probably still learn while you're in college. Like you can, but it's going to be easier if you feel, if you feel like yeah, I know how to cook, I know how to do my laundry. I know how to take care of myself when I get to college. Or think about paying taxes. Like nobody teaches you that. Nobody, nobody understands anything about being an adult. And I know I, I could have felt more prepared. And so we have these opportunities early on to really practice this, play with this so that we feel so solid and stable that no matter what happens, it's like, yeah, I know how to communicate. I, I know how to discern. And so that's why the telepathy is coming in hot right now. Okay, any final words for today? They're saying they'll have more to say about this later, but they want everybody to start practicing anchoring into certain vibrations and playing with that and noticing how that feels in your body, which is something I talk about all the time with manifestation, but you'll notice how this is applicable with telepathy and just starting to notice when you're talking to different people what the dynamic is like in terms of, are they understanding my entire transmission, the energy behind the words and starting to notice what you pick up from other people. If you actually have a lot more telepathy going on, cause you're hearing what they're saying and you're hearing other things as well. And they're also saying that the book manifestation mastery and all the channeled messages, things that are channeled are really great ways to practice being in that receiving mode in terms of telepathy. I feel like at this point, like just for me, everything that they're sending through me and everything I'm creating, like everything is around tools, 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 tools. So it's all very intentional. And I'm sure a lot of you have picked up on that <laughs> anyway. So, okay. Any final things they're saying practice receiving, practice being in the energy of receiving. And before I wrap up this, I'm going to send you something telepathically, right? We're going to practice and then post in the form and tell me what it is. Right. So first I want you to anchor into what frequency? I want you to anchor into abundance. I want you to think about the last time you got a nice, nice little cash injection. Let's, let's anchor into that. Great. All right. Now I'm going to send you something and it's going to be a color. I'll tell you when. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Don't overthink it. Just trust whatever came through. Not your mind. First thing. Great. 
All right, now I'm going to send you a number and the number is going to be between one and 50. All right, three, two, one. Great, simple, easy, post in the forum and tell me what you think it is. It's just practice, just have fun with it. All right. Okay, cool. If you found this interesting, share it to social media and tag me, tag at Christina, the channel podcast. I always appreciate that. And for future episodes, please, please, please send in requested topics, questions for me, for the guides, whatever, make it spicy, make it fun. Let's do it. Go to christinathechannel.com slash pod and you can submit there. Really appreciate those submissions because questions are my love language. Thank you so much. All right, that is it for today's telepathy podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, sending you so much love and I will talk to you in the next episode. 